is that time of day, and of course, it's a strange day. Saturday, Belmont, first race, 10.34, just be having me buddy Vegemite on toast, and we Wheaties, and all of a sudden they'll be racing at Belmont. Last is at 3.30. Riley Morgan, life of Riley. May I say, great man, I know you were beaten by the last kick of the game in the uh, Waffle Reserves the other day, but how's this? I was at the uh, uh, SEN track Sporting Globe function, and I was looking at the form, and a bloke came up to me and says, I listened to, to Life of Riley. How's he going? And I said, well, follow these tips. And I gave him a screenshot of your tips. Snippalicious, bang. Bad Wolf, solid. Crystal Spirit, oh, my hat. $10 into $4. Just got rolled, out, but all day session. Wasn't that a good thing? Congratulations, great man. You are in absolute rare form. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was pretty flat. I didn't get to make it out to that uh, that Sporting Globe function. I was uh, pretty keen to go. There was uh, with a few uh, few of the big boys walking around at that uh, yes. at that function. But no, it was uh, it was a good day. It was a good day last Sunday, uh, which uh, obviously didn't translate into Sunday with the footy. Yeah, no, it didn't. But anyway, at the end of the day, it was a huge day. And uh, yes, the Perth Racing Guru Terry Layton was uh, up and about as well. He threw out to all the. Uh, to the listeners and those who went out to the Sporting Globe, he's, he's threw out Scandolo at $26 into $9 in Kalgoorlie the next day. You reckon they weren't up and about and the Twitter sphere was in breakdown mode? That's why they call him the Perth Racing Guru, guys. <laughs> well, you are just a mere apprentice to the great man, of course, but you are, you are inform yourself. Let's go through the winners. So we're going to Saturday Belmont. This is what we do here on a Thursday, every Thursday, Life of Riley. Riley Morgan, he's very good last week. Just repeating, Snippalicious, $9.550 all-day session, and boy, oh, boy, Crystal Spirit beaten by just a wee bit. And a horse called Media Baron. Wow. You tipped it a couple of weeks ago. It should have almost won the Coolgardie Cup the other day. It dead set, flew home, and uh, I'm not convinced it was the world's best ride, but uh, that's just punter's lament. Yeah, well, I just thought I thought it didn't probably handle that, that wet track the no. week prior, but uh, watching, that, watching that replay oh. was an absolute – it was a good thing beat, to be oh. brutally honest. <laughs> Trust me. I but yeah, know. no, he's flying. He's he's definitely flying again. So once you see him back onto a good track, he'll be uh, definitely showing his best hand. Some of the small fields are going around at Belmont. Let's get our teeth into it. And you're going straight off the top, race one. Yeah, I've been really looking forward to seeing this guy get back to the races. And I think he could well be in our top few three-year-olds we have in the state for this upcoming sort of Ascot Spring Summer Carnival in Ruthless Tycoon. The debut win was terrific, and the most recent trial was ominous, I thought. He was one of the first two horses to leave the stalls there, but they put a stranglehold on him straight away in what, to me, looked like an attempt to try to get him to settle a bit off the speed. Once they straightened, he just loomed up to them under very little urging and went straight past in what was very slick time. Parnham's got options here. He can either kick through to try to find the top or box seat from the draw. And although the 1,000 metres might be short of his best trip moving forward, I think he's got a serious class factor over these and can get us off to a good start. All righty. So race one, number four, Ruthless Tycoon. I hope you're writing these down. This man is in form. And you talk about that trial down at Lark Hill. Was that the, it, it beat Snippalicious home, didn't it? It did. That's uh, some uh, solid trifle there, guys. Oh, you betcha. <laughs> you betcha. I'll tell you what, at the moment, the juicy $2.80 odds on Tab Touch, I'm not so sure that'll last much longer. Okay, let's go to race six at Belmont. We're going through the early form with our man, Life of Riley. And you like one here at very nice odds each way. 
Yeah, I'm pretty keen Ghost of Walks can run a big race fresh here. His fresh run last prep was huge and raced super over the 1,000 on a good track. I actually prefer the 1,200 here as a kickoff point for him, given how he was going away from them on the line that day. The setup here I think is great. As from the draw, Stevie Parnham can just hop on the back of a horse like Bragwell, drawn alongside him, who will take him right into the race and follow his every move. The $8.50 currently is more than what I was expecting we'd be seeing, and I'm more than happy to take some now and see where the money goes in the lead-up to Saturday. Okay, goes two walks, race six. And its last two starts of its previous campaign were on heavy, and it just didn't handle that at all. So uh, a bit of a freshen up there from the Parnham stable. Race nine on the program, so this is at 3.30. People just load up their pockets right here, and then they wander over the bridge and come to the grand final, and they'll be thanking you if we can find the winner of the last. Yeah, MTA hopefully becomes a bit of an ATM in the last <laughs> on Saturday for us. Because, uh, this horse is flying, and I think this looks a very nice race shape for him, despite what it may seem on paper, given he's drawn out in the swan. That first up run, if you haven't watched the replay, was simply monstrous. He was four wide, no cover the trip off the track for the entirety and he had the audacity to run the second fastest last 200 metre split of the race he just kept coming at them when he had every conceivable to sort of drop the ball there isn't a great deal of genuine early tactical speed here so I'm anticipating an aggressive McGrady to roll forward from 10 where he should either be able to find the top or at worst one off which for this horse he's shown really is no issue doing it a little tougher than most as long as that huge effort fresh hasn't stung him a bit for this, I'm really keen to be with him here. All righty. MTA in the last with your man Shooter McGrady. Had him on the show yesterday. He did say he had a, a good book of rides, and he's got looking forward to riding one up at Northam on Monday as well. Strike, I think the name of the horse is, and he was looking forward to, to heading up there. Uh, but you do like something if, if MTA doesn't uh, win. At each way, odds around the $4 at the moment is the horse of Summer Dixon's, Karajini Aurora, which was the last start winner. Yeah, Karajini Aurora is the main danger for me here and has sort of recaptured his three-year-old form from days gone by. That last start win raided through the roof. He absorbed a hot tempo and was careering away from them on the line. Pike sticks, which is always a positive. Again, drawing a gate to get the plum run, box seating. The prices on offer give you the option of collecting on one, saving on the other, however, which way you sort of want to go about it. But he's absolutely flying and primed again to run another big race. Alrighty then, so we have got our winners for Riley Morgan. Life of Riley, race one, Ruthless Tycoon, race six, goes to walks, race nine, MTA with a watch on Karajini Aurora. And who wins the grand final Saturday night, Morgs? Oh, the D's, mate. The D's will be hard to beat and uh, Maxie going to win the North Smith. There it is. Life of Riley does it every Thursday. He's a gun. Follow his tips. We'll put him up onto the socials as well. Thanks for joining us. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Goss. You too, mate. Enjoy.